Hello and welcome to the Single and Not Settling podcast. I'm Vanessa and your new wingwoman. I'm here to share my experiences and talk about all things dating and how to live a fulfilling life as a 30-something single woman. Dating can be disappointing and frustrating. You can be happy one minute and sad the next. You are not alone. I want to inspire you to find the love you are searching for that's already inside of you and remind you never to settle for anything less than what you deserve. Hello and welcome back to the Single and Not Settling podcast. Thank you for joining me here today for episode number two, where I will be talking about dating apps. Dating apps have been around for a long, long time. There have been lots of success stories through dating apps, but there's been lots of shitty dating experiences that I myself have experienced and also the people that I've spoken to as well. So today's episode, I'll share my thoughts about how I feel the dating apps have changed the way that we date. Um, I also want to talk about, you know, the different ways that the apps offer a connection and or a match between two people. And if one way is actually better than the other. Um, so for example, being on Bumble, um, it's the female who instigates the first message. So after the match is created, the female sends the first message. And, you know, some people love it, some people hate it. Me personally, it doesn't matter. Like, I feel, you know, giving that power back to women is a great concept. However, if a guy isn't going to reply, then it doesn't work. So it creates a different way to have a match with someone. But at the end of the day, the conversation needs to begin and it needs to go both ways. And that I think is one of the biggest challenges that are facing single people when they're dating through a dating app at the moment is that the conversation isn't back and forth. No one is replying to messages. I feel people are trying to get the matches. People have a perception that it's just a numbers game. And yes, partly it is a numbers game. So the more matches you get, you know, the more messages you're going to receive. But no one's sending those messages. And with Bumble, I do like that it's 24 hours and then the the match is deleted because that is how I date on a dating app. If I don't get a response from someone within 24 hours, I will delete the match. And that for me is one of my standards of consistency. So when I'm talking to someone, I need someone to show me that they're consistent because I feel that someone who is consistent is serious about dating. So if you are on a dating app and you want to to meet people for the right reasons, you're going to be consistent in your communication. It's not going to be, oh, every three or four days, I'm going to reply to a message or get on the app and reply to any girl who has contacted me. No, that's not the case. I feel that if you're genuinely serious about finding a relationship on a dating app, you'll be checking back on there every day to respond to your messages. And I also feel that people can't get away these days of saying, oh, sorry, I didn't check my phone. Oh, sorry, I didn't see the message. In a world of social media and us checking our phones all the time, from doing banking to checking the weather, we all have our phone in our hands multiple times a day. So I feel that the excuses of I didn't check my phone or inconsistent communication is a red flag. 
And it's not saying that I want to hear from a guy every second of every day. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is that I'm not going to be selling for breadcrumbs. And that essentially is what it is. If you hear from someone every couple of days and it's just a one, two line message, it's breadcrumbs. And we don't want that. We deserve more than breadcrumbs when we're dating. And that's why I don't want to settle. And neither should you. And that's why I like the 24-hour rule. It cuts that off completely. And if someone is serious about a relationship and getting to know you, you'll be hearing from them every day. And then we have Tinder, which was a dating app that was created and it's now turned into the hookup app. And I don't know if that was the original intention of it because I have friends and friends of friends who have met their husbands and wives on Tinder, but that was in the very early stages. And that probably created the swiping culture that we have nowadays. So swipe left is no, swipe right is yes. And although it's easy to create a match by doing that, again, the problem that I spoke about earlier was the texting. Who will text first? So a rule of thumb that I go by when I'm on the dating app is that if I match with someone, I will write the first message. But if they will match first, I would want them to write the first message and not wait for me to send them something. Because again, I feel that if I don't get that message from them when they have matched with me, is it just a numbers game for them? You know, so again, I wait the 24 hours. If I don't hear anything, what I will do is say hi or hello or hi and their name. And if I don't receive anything in the next 24 hours, I'll delete them because obviously they had enough time to go through and swipe left or right with all of these people that they have in the palm of their hand on their phone, but they don't have time to send a hi, how are you message. And again, that for me is inconsistent and low effort from someone. Although I should be careful what I wish for, because sometimes when you do get a message from the guy, it's the most disrespectful, disgusting message sometimes that you could actually ever receive. And it makes you wonder who would reply to that in a positive way. What woman wants to open up her phone and see a message and asking what your bra size is, or this is what I want to do to you? And I think, really? Like, is that your approach to how to talk to a woman? Like, you wouldn't do that if you were out in public face to face. But it's the keyboard warriors that sit on their phones thinking that they can write anything they want to the person on the other end that they've just matched with. That for me is just not on. And I hate that, that dating apps have created that kind of culture. It's just not on. And then on a flip side of that, you could get a message from someone and it says, oh, hi, beautiful. You are so lovely. Oh, I love your smile. I really like you. Oh, hang on. You haven't met me. How can you like me if you haven't met me? Um, It just blows my mind how many scams are on dating apps that's so easy to recognize. 
One example of this was, I can't remember what dating app it was. I think it was Tinder at the time. And I got a message from this guy who I had matched with. And, you know, it sounded very energetic, um, you know, very personable. And it was, let's start with three quick questions. And it was something like um, winter or summer, beach or country, um, sweet or savory. And I'm like, oh, this is actually quite a good introduction. So I responded. And the second message I got from this person, the energy was different. And I could sense it straight away that there was something a little bit off. And then so I replied back and nothing. And I'm like, okay, delete it 24 hours. So then it would have been a few weeks after that. And another match came through and no shit, the similar message came through. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, let's see what happens here. And it wasn't the same winter summer questions, but pretty much one or the other. And I replied, Mike, okay, let's see how we go. And then again, the energy shifted in the second message that I got from him. And then that was it. And I was thinking, wow, like people are obviously sitting somewhere in a dark room. I don't know who you are, but that's what they're doing. They're stealing photos and creating this profile. And it just, again, it blows my mind what it's created. Um, not So it's not just about finding a relationship or a hookup or a friendship. It's a scam. And the thing that scares me the most is that women will tend to fall for that because women on dating apps can be vulnerable. And there are sick people out there who will find that as a weakness and prey on that. And that is what annoys me the most about dating apps. And that is why I have the 24 hour rule where it's consistent. Someone makes an effort, but it's also me talking to more than one man just so I don't get caught up in the one and put all my eggs in one basket. Because I also feel that someone will show you who they are over a period of time, whether that be through messages or whether that be if you've progressed to talking over the phone or meeting face to face. I feel people will show you who they are over a period of time and you will know if it's a scam or you know if it's genuine. Now, Hinge is an app that has come out, I would say in the last few years, um, and this one brought about a different way to connect with someone. So this one asks for prompts um, where you can comment and like on someone's photo or a response to a prompt. So for example, a prompt that they have is, you know, let's make sure we're on the same about X or um, give me travel tips for X country or town or what have you. Um, so it's more interactive and it gives you something to respond to them, to them about that holds a shared interest. Um, and I have jumped on Hinge and I have been on it, I think, for a couple of months now. Um, and again, you know, all the dating apps are the same in a way in that all the same guys are on different apps. And I'm sure it's the same for girls. You know, all the girls have, you know, who are dating have been on the different apps. You know, so there's the same men that are on there. Yes, you know, there are some new ones. But again, you know, there are a lot of the old ones that you've seen on there on previous apps. And on Hinge, you can send them a rose as well. I don't know what that means, sending someone a rose. Maybe it means like more of a like 
Like instead of a like, it's a like-like. Like when someone says, oh, do you like me? It's like, like as in like or as in like-like. I think there's a little bit of a difference there. Or maybe that's just in my head. I don't know. Let me know. Um, But yeah, with Hinge, I think it's created a breath of fresh air into dating apps. But however, the same old chestnut that comes up with the other apps is the messaging back and forth. And it's just not there. And, you know, a lot of females that I've spoken to and a lot of groups that I'm a part of on Facebook are having the same issue. Um, So it isn't just me, although sometimes I feel it is. It isn't just me. And I'm sure a lot of you are also having the same problem as well. And I just want to reassure you that you are not alone and it isn't just you. No one is responding to messages. So my biggest thing when it comes to challenges like this is be the change. So in life, dating, career, friendships, if you're having struggles with something, be the change. And I'm thinking of ways where I can be the change for dating apps and dating and connecting and having a conversation in real life again, because I feel that with our smartphones that we all have, we're not connecting with people in real life. So think about it. You've gone to a cafe and you've ordered your coffee and you're waiting in the back with everyone else and everyone else is on their phones. They're looking down. They aren't looking up. But what would happen if you put your phone in your bag or in your pocket and you looked up and you made eye contact with the guy or the girl who's standing not even a meter and a half away from you? Thanks, COVID social distancing. What happens if you made eye contact with them and you said, hello, how are you? How was your day? Oh, coffee time, 10 a.m. Here we are. What would happen? We would spark up a conversation in real life. What about if we're at a bar and we're waiting for our friend to arrive and we're sitting at the bar on the table and we look up. We're not looking at our phone to distract ourselves. We're not looking at our phone so people don't think we're a loner. Oh my gosh, she's alone. She has no friends. Well, that goes back to episode one of doing things on your own. However, What about if you looked up and you made eye contact with someone from across the room and you just smiled and then you looked away? Could that be an invitation for them to come up and approach you? Would that make you look more approachable to someone and more friendly that they'd want to come up to you and say hello? Now, I'm not saying that you're giving googly eyes to everyone in the room, but you're just observing who's around you, not looking at your phone to encourage another person to come over to you and say hello because I think that's where the conversations start when someone says hello. So I'm going to put the challenge out there to you and to myself that the next time that we are waiting for a friend before we go into the movies or in a restaurant or at the bus stop at the train station, wherever, it, it doesn't matter. But just in that social setting where you feel that you wanted to get out your phone, don't. And I challenge you to look around and just see who's there and make eye contact with someone and smile. That's it. That's our challenge. Just to look at someone and smile. And then we look away. 
And whatever happens, happens. But also from that, I want us to feel confident that we're able to do that. That you make yourself proud that you're able to step out of your comfort zone for that two, three, four seconds, whatever it is. And if there's a conversation that occurs from that, great. If not, that's okay. Like you've taken more away from you in yourself. You're confident. You're proud of yourself. And you'll do it again. And that's what I want our challenge to be. To talk to people in real life again. Because dating apps are getting old. They're getting tiring and they're getting frustrating. And we don't want to be on them anymore. Okay, so back to the dating apps. So something that I'd love to share with you all is the questions that I ask at the very beginning of first matching with someone. And this is just to make sure that I'm talking to someone who is looking for the same things that I am. This is one thing that I feel is very important. So if you're looking for a relationship, the questions that you ask will be different to the questions you will ask if you're looking for a hookup. So usually I find that if a guy is looking just for a hookup, the first question will be, hi, how are you? Yeah, great. Thanks. How are you? Where are you from? And, you know, where are you from kind of tends to feel a little bit like, you know, how long will it take me to get to you? How long will it take for you to get to me? That's what it feels like. And if that's what you're looking for, great, go for it. We've all been there. There is no shame at all. Trust me, there is no shame at all. But if we're looking for someone who is wanting a genuine relationship and looking for something that we're looking for, I feel the question of what brings you here, what are you looking for, should be asked within the second or the third message. From the response that you'll get from the guy to that question, you'll know what they're looking for. You'll know if they even know themselves what they're looking for. So like a response of, oh, just seeing what's out there. And I've had this on a What Does That Mean Wednesday. So you can go and check that out on my Instagram page. I think it was about the second or the third one that I had posted up. So in the response that you get from them, you want to look for words such as relationship, long-term, connection, commitment even. That can even be a keyword that they put in there. But knowing what they're looking for is a huge help. If they're just saying, I want to see what's out there, well, I can tell you what's out there. Women are out there. But are you wanting a friendship? Are you wanting a hookup? Are you wanting a relationship? What are you looking for? You know, I feel that it's such a basic question, but many people don't know the answer to that. And if you're clear on what you want, one, you're probably halfway there in trying to find it. And two, you'll find a similar person who is looking for the same thing. I remember one response that I got to this was, I don't know, but I'll know when I find it. And I'm like, okay, like, Cool story. Something like that I feel is very non-committal. It's flaky. It's just go with the flow. Just see what happens. See what's out there kind of vibe. And that's not really me. You either know what you want or you don't. And if you don't know what you want, I feel the responses that you will put out there is that. 
I don't know what I'm looking for. I'll know when I find it. It's flaky. And it already sets this experience up for you to fail. And that's not what I want in dating. And that's not what my standards. And I've put those standards in place so I don't get hurt. Because I've been hurt when I didn't have those standards. You know, it it just seems fun to go on a dating app and see all these profiles and pictures of men and it, and it can be a laugh, you know, it can be fun. However, if you don't have those standards, you'll find that you'll tend to settle for things you don't deserve. And that's where you have the low effort, inconsistency, you'll have the red flags that will appear or pink flags, whatever you want to call them. It's a flag telling you to be aware that what this guy is putting out isn't what you want long-term. It has the potential to cause a lot of hurt. And when I was dating and I had had enough um, and I had said, look, I don't know what I'm looking for. I'm just going to go dating. And the men that I had attracted after I had said that, the first one ghosted me. The second one, I experienced a love bombing. And then the third one was just after something casual. And I felt it was because I didn't have a clear direction, a clear standard of what I wanted. So I was attracting everything. It was like the universe was saying, okay, you don't know what you want. So we're going to give you someone who's going to ghost you. We're going to give you an asshole who is going to love bomb you. And we're going to teach you a lesson to say, be clear on what you want, Vanessa. Because if you don't know what you want, we're going to throw all of these lessons at you until you figure out what you want. And we're going to show you what you don't want. So have standards. So you do not settle for anything less because it will cause hurt. So this was part one of the episode that I'm going to chat about dating apps. So stay tuned for part two. But in the meantime, send me a DM just to let me know if this resonated with you. Are you feeling the same way that I am? You know, what challenges are you facing on dating apps at the moment? Um, Drop me a DM and let me know your thoughts. Anyway, I'll see you on the next episode. That is all for the episode today. Thank you so much for joining me. If anything resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. Feel free to get in touch. Um, If you are listening to this, please share on your Instagram story and don't forget to tag Vanessa Marie underscore wingwoman. I wish you an amazing day. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you would like to read more about my dating journey, I'm on Instagram at Vanessa Marie, Marie spelled M-A-R-E-E underscore Winwoman. Please leave a comment and share this episode with someone who may need some inspiration while dating or on how to live a fulfilling single life or with someone who may need a laugh. A link to my Instagram page will be in the show notes below. Until next time, I'm Vanessa, your Winwoman.